Welcome to Make Millions to Impact Millions, the home for purpose-led entrepreneurs like you who are here to make a big impact in the world. My name is Laura Tynan, former finance professional turned business coach and award-winning speaker, dedicating my life to supporting visionary entrepreneurs like you to master your money and wealth, be seen in a big way, and grow that profitable, purpose-led business, living out your life mission. In each show, I will be interviewing amazing experts to discuss the strategy, psychology, and spirituality of success, all with the aim of supporting you to grow your business even bigger, because I know you are destined to make millions, impact millions, and share your message and mission with the world. So it's time for you to get inspired, informed, and ignited to take action. Let's get started. Today, I have a very, very special guest that will be joining us and she is incredible. So she is an absolute expert in something known as human design. And um, so she's going to delve into more detail about what it is, why we should care about it, why it's important. And most importantly, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, really how you can integrate this into your life to support you in and again, it's not just about achieving more success, but it's actually about doing so in a way that feels less stressful, more in alignment, and this term that we often hear, like more in flow. When I first had my human design read, um, I've had a number of different readings, and this one by far has been my favorite. I thought the insights she gave were just incredible and really like relatable, right? So something that I could really take away with and actually integrate into my life. And it changed everything for me. So, you know, what I teach within the Message for Millions Academy, I give you structure and systems and different processes, exercises to use. And it's all created with that in mind that each of you are individual. So you have your own unique design in this world. So everything within the academy is created in such a way that once you uncover your human design, that you can apply it to everything I'm teaching. So something extra special to share as well is that my special guest today will also be one of our experts within the academy. So that is so exciting. So she'll actually be in there um, and going into way more depth on this area and we're gonna have some prizes as well for even like unique one-to-one readings so it's gonna be so 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 exciting nicole welcome i'm so excited to have you as our guest expert today um so thank you so much for making the time i know you're on holidays and i know you're traveling around ireland and um, but i so appreciate you being here with us and um, to share all this incredible wisdom thank you yeah, there might be a little bit of background noise because I'm in the hotel room and I think they're hoovering around me. So it's <laughs> blocked out. I told them not to come in, but hopefully, yeah. They... <laughs> That's okay. We're always doing our best to like, um, you know, do, do, do what we can in the moment. So it's okay. We're all good. Um, so look, Nicole, I've shared with the group so far already that the reason I really wanted to have you on is because the impact that human design has had not only in my own life, I know you're like the only person I go to for my readings, um, but also just how impactful it is for people within business as, as entrepreneurs. And of course, I wanted to introduce you because you are gonna be one of our experts within the Message for Millions Academy. So I'm really excited just to introduce you so you can share some of the incredible wisdom. So um, Thank you. welcome. <laughs> 
Thank you very much. You feel very welcome. So first thing is, look, I'm not sure where people are in terms of understanding about human design. Um, I'm sure there's different levels of understanding at the moment. So just to get started, can you just give us an overview of what exactly is human design? And really, I guess, why should we care about it? Like, why, sh why is this important for us to really understand? Yeah, so human design, essentially, it's, it's a system that's, so it's part science and it's part spiritual. And it combines a couple of different modalities. So inside of it, you have the chakra system, you have the Chinese I Ching, you have the Kabbalah Tree of Life, um, quantum physics, astrology. So there's a lot of different blends that actually make up the system that is human design. And what it tells you is basically your energetic blueprint in the world. So it's like your your map, your energy, how you work, what's your the vehicle that you're driving, the instrument that you're using and how how your energy flows in life, how to actually work with it. So it goes from your birth details. So your time, your date, your month, your year and your location of birth. And that's how you actually generate your chart. And that's where all the information comes into it. When you see it at first, it is very um, complex. complex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's intimidating. It is. It's you're kind of wondering what the hell is this? There's numbers and there's shapes and there's lines everywhere. But when you break it down, the information is it's very black and white. It's very tangible. It's it's easy to understand. And a lot of it, I think, for people when I do readings with them, it resonates with them. There's something deep that just goes, yes, that is actually how I feel in my body and how I've always felt. But I didn't know how to put a language to it so it puts a language to us and how we operate it makes it easier to understand ourselves in the world and why we're so different mm -hmm. you know that it's called the science of differentiation for a reason it's it's basically showing how individual we all are and how we are to to flow in unique ways we're not going to be the same as the person next to us and i think that's why it's really important to know for business because you're not going to operate the same way as the next person mm -hmm. You know, everyone has such different threads that are going through their own design that it mightn't work the same way for you. And then you're left banging your head off a wall wondering, why is it not working for me? Yeah. Like, why is, why is this not working? It's so frustrating. Uh, but knowing this, then you go, oh, okay, this is why I need to tweak this and I need to change this. And yeah, there's, there's a lot to it. Nicole, there's something that you shared there that I really want to pick up on because I remember when, so I'd had a human design reading and it was, you know, really good, really interesting. That's great. But it felt like a very separate document. Like, here's my document. Now I know what my human design is. That's fantastic. But it wasn't until we had our reading together where you actually went through in such detail how to make it tangible. I think that was the big thing is like, how do I now implement this? Right? It's great for someone to tell you, you know, this is where your centers are, and, you know, all these different terms. You're like, okay, fantastic. Like, it makes sense. But now what, right? And that's what I, this is why like, I'm so excited for you to be, you know, one of our experts in the academy because of how tangible you really, really make this. Um, so I think it's just incredible. Um, so we have a question here. So uh, never heard of it. And is this similar to an astrology chart? Um, so Nicole, can you give us a little insight? So is it a similar to astrology? Is it incorporating it? Because I know you mentioned it's like really part of a bigger system, right? Yeah, so it is it is similar to astrology because astrology is actually integrated into human design. So a lot of the a lot of the language and a lot of the the kind of concepts behind some of human design comes from astrology. But there's a much bigger beast than just astrology. Um, 
it's different. It's different because human design can be, get very specific into things. It can give you very specific details as to how your energy works in present time every day. Um, astrology can, it just, astrology is a different language. It's kind of a broader concept. It's more, I don't want to say general because it's astrology is so helpful. I've had my own natal chart reading, but it's still very different. If you've had an astrology reading, what you find out in human design is going to be very, very different, but the language will be quite similar. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. I mean, when I, yeah. when I had my astrology reading, it was really interesting, but human design was so specific. Like, I'm not going to speak for you because you're the expert in this one, not me, but I mean, it goes into such fine detail. Um, and you did mention something that I really want to pick up on as well, which is something that I thought was really powerful is that when people get their human design read and you know it's not just something you get done once right it's like a journey you go on with someone and um, which I think is a misconception that you have one reading and then that's it you're done um, mm. but it helps you like all those times where you felt different or like I don't fit in or I'm just like maybe not doing this right or there's something wrong with me because I'm different to all these people like having my human design read I was like oh there's nothing wrong with me. Actually, this is exactly how I'm meant to be. This is how I'm designed. And I think just having that knowledge and understanding is like, ah, oh, okay, I can relax. This is how I'm built. Like, it's okay that I work this way and I operate this way. Like, that's how it's meant to be, which I think is such, you know, even if that was anything you take away from it, like, wow, like what a relief of pressure, right? Yeah, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. It does give you, and it's often said in the human design community it's a permission slip just to be yourself it's so a relief and an exhale to not try and conform to the societal box that we're put into this is the way that you work this is the way that you build business this is the way that you make money you know all of these cultural norms that we're around every day that are said to be the right way you know this is the consistent structured way that we need to do it human design just throws all of that out the window because it just sheds light on the fact that we're all very unique beings and we're not going to operate in the same way. So it is, it's a permission step. It is a breath of fresh air and it just gives you the opportunity to, to lean back and really look at yourself with a new appreciation for what you have and not looking at the things that I'm missing this. Why am I finding this hard? Why am I struggling with this? Probably because you're doing it against your design you know it's like you're just pushing a rock uphill it's not working uh, so yeah Nicole I'm so excited to have you in the academy like it's going to be so powerful bringing together everything that I'm teaching with this like in-depth understanding of human design and there are a couple of people already on saying that they've had their readings with you and just how incredible you are and um, so there's a lot of love coming your way Nicole just in case oh, you can't I actually see can't see the comments <laughs> I don't know why um so for those of uh, people tuning in maybe who as I said, don't know much about human design. So we have it kind of, you know, top level. It's a system to help us understand, you know, how we're built, how we best operate within the world. Um, but there's different types, right? So within human design, you know, people have mentioned here that they're projectors, there's manifestors, um, emotional generators. So what are they talking about? Mm -hmm. So give us an overview of like the different types um, of you know, human design and the different kind of categories as such. Yeah, um, that's a big question. Okay, so there I, is, I, I mean, let me simplify the question. So there's like five, right? Because I know when I did my reading, I'm a manifester and then there's projectors. And just give us like a, a high level, I guess, overview. So people can kind yeah. of, you know, those of those who are a bit logical can go, okay, so I know human design is a system. 
what's under the system oh there's like five types and then you know under mm -hmm. each type there's obviously so just going to maybe take us through like the yeah. five different types yeah so you've got <clears throat> excuse me so you have three or sorry three you have four types but you have one subtype so five four I that's five. kind of <laughs> It's been a bit of a debate at the moment, but okay. yeah. Um, so you have generators, manifesting generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. I think I went through them all there. Yeah. And this is the aura that you emit. So it's the energy that comes off your body. It's basically your vehicle. It's your vessel. It's the car that you're driving. So understanding this car and how your energy actually plays with the world. So everybody is going to have a very different aura. So a manifestor aura, so you're a manifestor, it's quite, it's very, very dense. So you have a lot of energy that pushes out from your body and that works for you because you need to remove obstacles from your way. Manifestors are the initiators. They get things started. They get the ball rolling. So you need this powerful energy that just moves things. Mm -hmm. Then you have generators and manifesting generators so they make up about 70 percent of the world and we are what's called sacral beings so we have this life force energy inside of us and uh, we have this sacral energy that we need to be exhausting every day so we can put a lot of energy out there but our aura is actually designed to respond to things we're not meant to just initiate from nothing we need to be paying attention to our external field <clears throat> for things to respond to for things that are coming in that we're either drawn to or we're not okay. so just even knowing that has helped me so much to just stop pushing and forcing and trying to initiate things just to start paying attention to what's actually in your field slow down a little bit and mm. It's better for your soul as well because you start realizing what you have energy for. So that's the question for generators and manifesting generators. It, it, it's what do you have energy for? What are you feeling into? Um, and then you've got projectors. So they operate so differently. Again, projectors are, their aura is quite um, very piercing. It's, it's absorbing. It nearly, it permeates into the other person. So projectors have an amazing way of seeing things differently. They're the guides, the mentors, the the facilitators, the orchestrators, you know, they just have this um, bird's eye view of everything. They're here to make things more efficient, to refine rather than to to work, to do the full graft and the whole project. Um, and then reflectors are pretty amazing beings. They're the only beings that are lunar beings. So we are all solar beings and reflectors are based around the moon. So they're very, very open as a type they absorb so much from their environment so they're amazing mirrors for our world they reflect things back to us all the time so if you have a reflector in a workspace they're the person you need to ask you know what is the morale like how how is the environment here are, are things working are things not working they just mirror back everything so they have a lot of intelligence within them um, so their aura is very sampling. They're kind of tasting everything around them. So your energy type really says a lot about how you dance with the world, how you play with the world and how you're meant to move forward. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than that, but that's kind of a general no, description like of it. I like that analogy because it's almost like, um, you know, if you're driving a Ferrari, then you would know that this is the vehicle I'm going through life with and that is going to operate differently to a bmw if that's the vehicle you're going through life with, so it's like having like a reader like a a manual like um an owner's manual to be like oh this is how this vehicle operates within our world like that's what i think of yeah. when you're telling me this i'm like okay so it's like your own user manual for operating within the world and 
something so incredible that you're sharing is like, doesn't that just highlight that if we're all trying to win or succeed or, you know, be successful in business in the same way, that actually, um, it's just going to cause a lot of stress and a lot of struggle. And I can imagine like mm -hmm. a lot of frustration and pain because yeah. what's the there's level? a lot of resistance. Which it's, is the um, kind of highest percentage of the population? Is that, is that generators or? Yeah. So generators are manifesting generators. So sacral beings, okay. they would be about 70% ish of the population. Right. Um, so you're often around a generator. You're probably going to have a lot of generators and manifesting generators in your life. And that's, for a reason because they literally give off life force energy so for non-sacral beings manifestors projectors reflectors so you don't have this consistent energy all of the time mm. and you're not meant to work in the same way as generators and manifesting generators yeah. so you know working in chapters working in energy spurts works for you but giving yourself time to recuperate and restore again you're not supposed to keep on keep on going until you crash into a wall mm -hmm. and that's often what these types are doing because they don't understand that they don't hold that consistent fuel in the same way that generators and manifesting generators do but when you don't know that you'll keep pushing again because you feel guilty that you're not spending as long at work as the next person who probably could be a generator you know who has this energy to burn you need to be giving yourself that rest time. Oh, um, so you work in spurts, like you work in these really intense chapters where you could probably get more done in two hours than another person would in a full day. But then you rest, you have to lean back and rest and restore that again. You know what, Nicole, um, that's so important to highlight as well, because when I first started out, especially growing my own business, right? Um, I used to get so much guilt about like, oh, I'm being lazy because I wasn't turning up every single day working all these hours in this like hustle, 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 right? Um, and I, until I had my reading, I was like, oh, this makes so much sense because I do, like I can spend two hours and get so much done. But then I'm like, I literally need to just go lie in the park <laughs> and do nothing. Um, and only just by knowing like, actually that's how I'm designed and that's how like I can be most effective in the world. And the the rest period is actually needed for me to create within this world like if i'm always mm -hmm. always working it's actually like um uh, it's almost like destructive to that creation process so mm -hmm. you know knowing what's specific for you um in your human design for especially for your business and think about as well the team you're hiring around you right knowing what their human design is and knowing that interplay is just like it's so important yeah. and it's so so powerful um Mm -hmm. Clearly is so excited to have you with us sharing this and um, to really bring those kind of fine tuning points into um, yeah, people's journey, especially business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, mm. So what are some of the key things that we need to really understand about human design? Like I know <laughs> there's a lot right? and everyone's chart is individual and there's so much and um, uniqueness, right? But kind of mm. high level because I know we have obviously you know a lot of people on here on the live and they will also have different designs so are there some kind of high level things that you can share with us um you know especially for business owners entrepreneurs yeah so um some of the things that you can look at and I suppose the three most important things is to just find out what your energy type is mm. there's a lot of information in that alone so in your energy type, you're going to understand how your aura works. You're going to understand what your not self theme is, what your signature theme is if you're out of alignment. Is that so the for energy you were talking about? 
Um, no, so everybody, every single energy type has a signature theme that mm -hmm. is their not self. So mine in particular is frustration. So when I feel this sort of build up of like this kind of stuck, frustrated, irritated build in my body, mm -hmm. that's giving me a direction that there is something not right or I need to go a little bit off course here or I have gone off course and I need to redirect. Um, for you, yours is anger. So it's it's getting very, very angry with something. And a lot of the time for a manifester, um, it's because you're not given that independence and that autonomy to kind of work within your own flow. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling that you're, let's say, boxed into working for nine hours in the day, but you have the energy for just two, but you have to keep pushing through, that will bring up a lot of anger and resistance. Um, projectors, it can be bitterness. So that feeling of... Um, even just a bitter taste in your mouth, just feeling very sour about something. If you know, you're know you not getting the right recognition for something, if you're not kind of being seen or recognized or invited into something, then it's there can be a bitterness that comes up there. Um, there is, well, there's so much in this. Um, strategy is very important. So another thing that you can look at is your strategy as per your energy type. Okay. So your strategy is to initiate and inform. So is it's this really a strategy important. for like creating in the world? Is this a strategy for success? Or like, what do you mean when you say your strategy? Your strategy is kind of like, so your energy type is the car, it's the vehicle, it's the vessel you're in. And then your strategy is how you're actually going to put that car into gear and move it forward. That's okay. the strategy. It's how you're going to take a step forward in life, how you're moving. What is your strategy as you move? So yours is to initiate and to inform. Okay. That's your strategy. So, we so have, within like, anything. So we have our energy is like the car and then we know and then once we're in the car our strategy is like well how do we even drive this thing yeah Got exactly it. okay exactly that's it yeah so if you can just fall in line with that just remember what your strategy is as you're trying to move whether it's in business and personal relationships with yourself mm -hmm. you know in leisurely activities just tune into your strategy make sure that you're for me make sure that i'm responding I'm not just initiating, I'm not pushing. Um, projectors, their strategy is to wait for the invitation, you know, wait for that recognition and that invite that comes in, that cue that you need to step into this, that you've been invited. Um, it's, yeah, it's just I know. a minefield. So that's the driving forward piece. That's your strategy. And then you have your authority, which is really, really, really important because it's your decision-making process. So everybody has a different place in their body. That is their authority. And the funny thing is nobody's authority is in the mind. Nobody's is in the head mm -hmm. and everybody straight away goes up to their mental space to try and make a decision on something. You've got the pros list and the cons list and it, it, it doesn't work because you're straight away bypassing the wisdom that you actually have in your body. So um, it's like your internal GPS. So you're in the car, you're using your strategy, you've put it into gear and now you have to make a decision. That's your navigation system. That's your GPS that you're going to follow. I'm and some people, analogy. it takes so much time to make a decision and other people, they know it instantly. So that's the difference as well in knowing who you're working with and who's around you because you might have an authority that you instantly know if it's a yes or a no. Whereas maybe your, your partner has an authority that they need to take time. They need to sleep on it. They need to take a couple of hours to stew on it, even a few weeks if need be but giving them that space and honoring that within them rather than doing the whole, go with your gut, just go with your gut. Yeah. Some people need that integration time. They have to feel through it. So that's another yes. important piece. And I think about it that as well, like if you are you know, building a business and you're hiring your team around you um, to understand what their unique design is, what their human design is to say like, well, how can I pet, like best manage this person? How can I best lead them and guide them and support them to really operate at 
their best as well and knowing that like dynamic between both of you so like if you're someone who can make decisions like that like I can imagine that person will get so frustrated if someone on their team is like I need time to think like give me some space right the conflict that could occur unless you actually are clear like okay this is our unique approach I know the person will get there but I just need to actually give them this little bit of space and then we will get the answer we need so Mm-hmm. There's just so many applications for this. And, you know, I've asked Nicole to come on and give us a high level view of human design. It is so complex. I know you've been studying this in so much depth and really constantly mastering this like, kind of craft, right? And like, as I said, Nicole is one of our incredible experts within the academy. And, you know, you will be going into more detail, obviously, um, on each of these areas. But we really wanted to just give you like a taster of what human design is. Um, so, so yes, I love it, Louise, amazing. Joanna, I want one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, so, it's so actually transformational. You know, as I said, within the Message for Millions Academy, we give the, the system for everything you need to succeed from the strategy, the spiritual side, manifestation, and then media and messaging. Um, but this really just helps to hone in and make it so um, unique so that you can actually craft your own strategy that's bespoke for you. Because as you said, Nicole, right, we're all unique. None of us are cookie. Like there's no point to taking like a cookie cutter approach to success, um, which is no. why I love joining these two things together. Um, okay. There's so much to take into account with it. Like even just looking at your personality type is another thing what is the role that you're playing in this world? You know, you have two different pieces in your personality type. So they're called profile lines and they go by numbers. So I'm a two, four. And this will basically tell you who you are personality wise, what the role is that you're playing, what the character is that you are in this world. And that's going to have a lot to do with your business as well and how you actually operate it. Even in terms of, do you need to be around a lot of people? Do you need a lot of alone time? Do you need a blend? Do you need to, like, sometimes I need to go to a coffee shop to actually connect and hook into people around me, not even talk to them, but it sort of tunes my energy into more creativity, whereas I can get into a bit of a block when I'm at home. Just even knowing that about yourself, do you need to be around people or not? What kind of circuitry do you have? Is it very individual or is it very tribal? Do you actually need need to be around a tribe? Do you need to be serving a tribe? Is it collective? Is it more on the, the masses level? It's so fascinating. And even just those things breaking it down, like how do you structure your day, right, for success? And like I've thrown the whole nine to five or nine to anything way out the window. And I definitely listen to impulses. And one thing you had shared with me in my human design is, you know, when you get those strong impulses, like you said, like I almost have like a a direct connection to like source. And everyone does, but there, there was something that you had shared that like that direct connection. So when you get those impulses, like, act on them you know they become very strong which is why i just thought the beautiful irony and like serendipitousness of getting that impulse to be like i need to bring nicole on this training <laughs> the fact that listening, <laughs> listening to my human design to bring you on to talk about human design i just thought that whole the whole thing of it was i was like that's just so perfect so yeah so what else would be kind of really important for people to know i mean one of the big takeaways i had was around the throat center, right? And um, obviously, as a professional speaker, it's something I've really honed in on on using. But when yeah. we went through the human design together, and you were sharing to me about my throat center, if that's the correct term, 
Um, yeah. It actually gave me confirmation that I am on the right path. And it gave me the confidence in knowing how I can turn up to be like in that stage or in that world of speaking and why I was being drawn to that. And um, so are there mm. any other like kind of key centers? I mean, I know they're all really important, obviously, but any other kind of key centers that you want to talk about here today? Yeah, the throat center is a big one because I mean, that's where we, that's where we verbalize and we communicate and we essentially get things out into the world. It's how we, we birth whatever it is that we want to put out there. Um, you have a very, very active throat center. So you have definition in your throat. So that means if you're looking at your chart, it's colored in. So when you see a center that's white, if you see the shape and it's white, it means it's undefined, it's open. Mm -hmm. So you absorb a lot from the environment. Whereas when it's colored in, you're defined, you have consistent energy there. That's your own and you're designed to put that out. And it's, it's yours. It's your individual energy. It's not blended with other people's. Yeah. So just looking at whether or not you have a defined throat or an undefined throat is going to say an awful lot about um, how you communicate mm -hmm. and whether it's going to be quite intuitive and in the moment or whether it might be um, planned or, you know, there might be a strategy behind what you're going to write out and what you're going to say. Um, looking at the gates that are in your throat center. So these are basically like the, the voices that are going to come through your throat center, the themes and the way that you speak. Um, you know, some people, it's going to come from their mind. There's going to be a lot of this is what I think. Um, other people, it might be quite connected to their solar plexus, so their emotional center. So what comes out is very much how they're feeling about something. You know, this is how I felt about this experience. Um, other people, so my throat center is very connected to my G center. So that's all about my kind of self-expression and my identity and me as an individual, what I like, what I believe in, what what kind of spurts creativity in me. Wait, so a lot of what I talk about is my sounds own. like something sexual. <laughs> <laughs> your throat's connected to your G center, sorry. That's where my mind went. I was like, what's your G center? So maybe... Yeah, there's a lot of love goes in the G center, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. The sacral center would be the sexual center. I've that defined as well. Um, <laughs> but looking at those connections and, and where they're leading to or where they're pointing to or where, you know, which other center is it coming off of is going to say a lot about how you communicate and what's coming through you. Um, so yeah, gates, channels, looking at whether you're defined or not, just understanding how you put everything out there into the world. So it's quite handy to know that if you're going to be doing public speaking or if you do need to come communicate with people on a daily basis a lot, then understanding your throat center and how it works is, is important. Understanding all of your centers because they are essentially you. So you've nine centers in your body graph. Everybody has the same nine centers, but again, it's going to be different in whether you have it defined or undefined, whether you're output or taking in from your external environment. Um, so you've got the head center and the Ajna center, which is all about kind of the, the mental space. You've the throat center, which is communicating the G center about identity. Um, the solar plexus is very much your emotional processing, how you um, process things emotionally. Do you take it in from the outside or not? Sacral center is life force energy. Um, you've got the root center, which is kind of all about adrenaline and moving into action. The spleen, except the spleen center, that's um, very much intuition and instinct based. Um, so yeah, there's more. Might have missed a few, but no. just learning about how that operates for you is 
is key. It's amazing. And, you know, and even um, going through human design actually impacted how I was crafting um, this message from Millions Model. So this business model that I take um, business owners through. Because when it came to even looking at messaging and public speaking, like having that understanding that, you know, everyone's going to approach this differently and everyone's going to have their unique approach to it. Um, I then was able to like create something that would be, um, was, would be able to be used by every single design. So it's like giving mm. the structure and the system. And for those people that really need the detail, that's there. For those people that don't and they're more intuitive and they're going to act more on what the impulse is, amazing. But then here's the container. So you still have like a broad structure and you know what you're speaking about, but you're not going to be tied to like specific things you need to say. And so really yeah. like knowing these things, it impacts so much. And even as you're going through the centers, like it just so beautifully ties with, um, you know, what we're doing within the academy as well. So looking at manifestation, but then again, understanding what your unique design is and how that plays in with it. Um, you know, looking at um, business strategy. So looking at your identity, your purpose. Again, your human design is going to help you really uncover that and get clarity around it. Um, so I think they just married together so beautifully. And if I haven't said it before, like so, so excited to, um, to have you in the Academy as one of our experts to really, you know, take people through this journey in even more detail um, and really linking it back to business entrepreneurship and how um, people can use this in their business to, you know, have more success but without the stress. Like it can be so much more, you know, in alignment and in flow. So what else, Nicole? So tell me actually, so like, what are the other key things that maybe, oh, this will be interesting. You and I have known each other for quite a while, right? When you did my human design reading, was there anything that you uncovered as a friend even to say, oh, that makes so much sense about Laura. I've always known that, but now seeing her design chart, yeah, that makes sense. So that clicks. I think your defined heart was a big one because you, you're extremely resourceful. You're mm -hmm very very strong willed and you're so consistent with it so you're so consistent when you're showing up and kind of realizing that there's such a difference between both of us because I have a wide open heart center I do not have consistency when it comes to to willpower and to I suppose pulling things together in the moment and getting what I need I need a bit more planning behind that whereas you are great at kind of thinking on your feet that way and being resourceful and being strong-willed into to doing certain things. That was a big one yeah. that I knew before I saw your chart, it was like, you have a defined heart. <laughs> and it's funny because defined hearts are the minority of the population. There's only like 30% of the population has a defined heart. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's nice to see confirmations like that between the difference in the two of us mm. and how we operate together. But can you see how powerful that is as well, knowing that because, um, you know, so many people go through life with this destructive um, thinking of, oh, that person's better at me because maybe they are more consistent or they're turning up or maybe that person can act on their feet more. So, and because I'm not like that, there's obviously something wrong with me or, you know, that comparison game, right? I remember this quote my mentor shared with me like years ago and it was just so reassuring, but even knowing your human design just makes so much more sense of it. And it was just a simple kind of, reminder of look no one's better than me and I'm not better than anybody we're all here in our own unique expression and I think just having mm -hmm. that understanding and bringing in human design to really emphasize actually if we ever try to compare each other it would just be a lose-lose game 
because mm -hmm. I'm designed yeah. how I am and you are designed how you are. And for us to try and be more like each other in the business and in, in life, like it's just, we're just going to lose. We're never going to be ourselves. We're never going to be our best and we're never going to feel at our best. So I think that's so important mm -hmm. as well, just to highlight. Um, yeah, it just cuts out wasting time trying to do things in a certain way. You know, a lot of people waste a lot of time in business because they're trying to have a carbon copy of a way that somebody else is doing it. Mm. And it could be the direct opposite of what they're supposed to be doing within their own energy. But they just, they don't know that. They don't even realize that because they can't see the, the thread or the chart or what's actually happening within them. And instead, you beat yourself up for it. Yeah. I'm not here to have willpower all the time. I'm, I'm comfortable with that now. Before it was really annoying because I just wasn't consistent. I'm still not consistent, but that's okay. That's my sacral guides me. So my sacral energy is what really puts me into the right place or the right thing or doing the right thing. If need be, if that's what I have to be doing, my sacral will tell me that and it will give me the energy to do it. Whereas when I'm trying to just manifest it from an open heart center that I don't have any energy in in that particular day, that's very damaging for the mind, for the subconscious and for the self-talk. And I just want to bring, I suppose, the business angle in on this as well for those, um, you know, who are in business, you're starting a business, growing a business. It's like if you um, have your design read and it's like, you know, you don't have that consistent energy or you're not able to turn up and constantly be um, working in a certain in a certain way that, you know, would be conducive maybe to faster progress. It's like it doesn't mean that you then need to say, oh, I'm just never going to be that successful in business or I'm never just going to be. It's like having this awareness just helps you to understand how you as a CEO need to operate. But then you have the ability to hire the right people around you, like put in place systems within your business that, you know, can continue to operate um, and run in the background, even if you can't physically turn up. So, for example, mm. like if you're not someone, if you're someone who can only work maybe a couple of hours a day in those sprints of energy, cool. But like have, you know, different offerings within your business where you don't need to be turning up on um, consistently and you don't need to be physically there to be generating revenue right so you can with this mm. knowledge then take it into your business take it into a business approach to add in systems structures team and um, different things to operate within your business so you can still be as successful as you want to be you know it just means that you as the leader as the ceo are going to do it in a way that you're just not going to get burned out and you're going to enjoy it more um, and it's going to be best for you. And that's, I think, you know, an important thing to remember as well. It's not like, oh, if you don't have your human design chart, you know, perfectly in alignment with optimum success that we see these big um, business tycoons operating like that you can't do it. Of course you can. Mm -hmm. It's just knowing how you as a CEO need to operate. Yeah, it will pinpoint directly what you need to outsource. It will show you where your distractions are and what you don't like doing. <laughs> Yeah. So there could be like small pieces of something that you just don't enjoy, but you haven't been able to figure out that it was, it was those small pieces and you might tear the whole thing as something that, oh, I hate doing that. Mm. But actually it's just a piece that you don't enjoy. So outsourcing that and then throwing your energy into the rest of it that you actually do have energy for, that you do enjoy. Yes. It just creates a lot more ease. And putting yourself in the right environment as well. So in your business, making sure that your environment is correct around you. So everyone has a particular environment that they thrive in in human design and it can be a place that relaxes you or it can be a place that actually puts you into action and gets you going and gets those creative juices flowing yeah. so being able to curate your environment around you is important as well 
Yeah, that's so, so powerful. So just before we wrap up here, Nicole, what has been kind of one of the biggest impacts that human design has either had in your own life or maybe some feedback you've had from a client, like something kind of tangible that we can see, like the change it's actually had? Like, have you changed how you're operating in life and business, you know, relationships, whatever kind of um, spin you want to put on it? Uh, just one I know there's probably like a hundred. <laughs> oh my god okay well just one um one of the most important things is your authority mm-hmm. it's learning how to trust yourself again when you're making decisions yeah we do, we all doubt ourselves so much when we're choosing and whether we're saying yes or no to something so for me as a sacral authority for that feeling being in my gut that kind of response as a gener- as a manifesting generator, it's me. it was me tuning back into my body. I retrained myself mm. to feel my body moving towards something or moving away from something. So before this, I would completely ignore those feelings. I would completely bypass the body and I go up into the head and this looks great on paper. So I'm going to say yes and I'm going to choose it, even though something in my body is saying no, but I ignore that. And then going down the line and after saying yes, the whole thing goes to shit. I just ignored myself and I did not listen. So human design was a big kick to start tuning back into into my belly, into my gut, into what I'm actually drawn towards or away from. And I've, I've tuned in so much now that I can feel the contraction so quickly and so easily towards something that I can just go, no, no even though it looks perfect and it looks like a great route. And, you know, as society says, this would be an amazing opportunity. It's a no in my body. Mm. So, yeah. That's Sorry, so powerful. And, um, you know, and for me, it's, uh, you know, as a manifester, I remember when you shared this, it's not a, a gut reaction. It's almost like just a knowing. And that helped me so much as well, because oftentimes I'll make decisions or, um, and I can't explain it. I can't even verbalize or rationalize why but I'm just like, no, I just know. It's just like this knowing and like understanding that that's so important to trust. And it doesn't matter if you can um, verbalize it or rationalize to anybody else. It's like just mm-hmm. trusting that if that's how you make decisions in life, like then trusting that that's actually right for you. Um, and it hasn't been letting me yeah. down <laughs> ever since. So it's um, it's been really powerful. And this is going to slightly off topic, but our mind is a thing that's been impacted and manipulated by the matrix around it right that's where all the conditioning happens that's where everything that you know is being manipulated in our world how they're trying to manipulate perception manipulate our reality it has all been conditioned in the mind and so if we're trying to make decisions from up here then we're making it from a conditioned manipulated state right it's like our Mm -hmm. body knows the truth because it can connect to a source of consciousness a source of awareness and truth far beyond what our mind has the capacity to ever, ever do. Um, So I love that you bring it back to like tuning into the body. And I know that's slightly off topic. We could talk about the matrix like for hours, Um, but not the purpose. It's still on topic. It actually is like, because if I remember your chart correctly, you've got a wide open head and a wide open mind, Ajna. So it's very useful for you because you can absorb a lot of stuff. You can take in a lot of information and it's just going in and you're swirling it around and you're doing something with it, but it's not making your decisions for you. It's not actually directing your soul. It's not telling you what you need to do. It's, it's good for a purpose if you need to be a little bit logical or if you need to, to work around something, but it's not there to actually be your guidance system. And just knowing that and what you're actually taking in on a daily basis. I did a post about this recently, actually with the, 
if you have openness in your head center and in your your ajna it can be it can be terrible throughout the day if you're taking in a lot of stuff on social media if you're reading articles about all the stuff that's going on at the moment you know you can actually be left in such a state of anxiety because you're absorbing it more so than people who might have definition in those centers because you're really taking in that that packing of toxins yeah. <laughs> since so extreme but no, and so. you're building this stuff up you have to flush it back out again you know yeah. i mean it's so true and like even you know personally i don't watch the news and limit how much social media you know from you know I, I really manage the accounts that I follow manage who's on my feed um mm. and I, I'm just really aware of that visual diet whatever's happening um around me as well and what information I'm allowing in my environment um so Nicole we are wrapping up on our amazing training today um Nicole anything you want to kind of leave people with as I said like I know you're going to be going into this in more depth within the academy I totally appreciate you trying to give the best um overview and understanding within an hour um, and I think you've done an amazing amazing job at that but anything you want to leave people with any kind of final thoughts or shares I think there's no harm for everyone that is tuning into this or watching the replay there's no harm in looking up your design. You can actually do it for free online. So just type in Jovian Archive or My Body Graph and put in your birth details and your chart is going to come up. It's going to tell you what your energy type is, your strategy, your authority. Do a little bit of digging into that. Just just read a little bit of it and see how it feels in your body. Um just explore it, be be curious and you don't need to take it as bible. This is an experiment at the end of the day. This is something that you integrate over time. So when you see this huge complicated chart on front of you, this isn't something that you get a handle on within an hour's reading. It's something that you build upon over time. It's not something that you just know. It's not candy that fixes your whole life. You know, it's something you have to experiment with and do it your way. So looking at the different pieces in your design, there can be different things that you can just play with and tweak. and see how it feels to do something a different way as to what your chart is saying and just know it's not going to be a quick fix it's not going to be well maybe it will be maybe something will change very dramatically in your life within a week of just trying to tune into your strategy and your authority but if it does take time just kind of give yourself a bit of peace and no pressure to to integrate it yes that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And like the one thing I would just kind of caveat to that is um yes, it's amazing you can get your human design online, but really finding the right expert, to find the right expert to take you through it, right? Because there's just so much nuance to it. You know, so mm. you know, when I first did mine um you know, and within the academy, like we invite everyone to get their human design first before we start the sessions, but having it, you know, on a piece of paper and reading about it, it's interesting. but having someone actually like yourself take you through the nuances and the specifics and actually applying it back is where the power is. Um so I appreciate you taking the hour out to join us. Um today Nicole it was awesome to have you on. I'm so glad I followed this impulse and invited you here today with us. It is so good. Have an amazing day and Nicole so much love and we will talk to you again very very soon. my friend i hope you enjoyed the show if you found this valuable and be sure to subscribe so that you'll be the first to know every time we release a new episode and if you've not already done so then go check out my website lauratynan.com 
and check out the resource page where we have a ton more amazing resources available for you to download as our gift to you. So whether you want to grow your business, manifest more money, or speak on stages like Forbes and be seen in a really big way, then we've got you covered. I can't wait to welcome you into our community and support you on your journey to make millions and impact millions.